It's the July 20th, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history. With a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And as always, Agent 008, <laughs> Mahler, the fake news dog. That's right, boy. Okay. Good boy. Coming up. Yeah. Treason. Dark money. Meat inspections. What? Bone dry pine needles. And more, but first. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met a crocodile, Mike? No. You never went to that the, alligator farm even? The, the that, alli- which isn't a crocodile, by the way. Yeah. The alligator petting zoo. I uh-huh. never my for some reason my parents always wanted me to go there, but I refused. How about TikTok the crocodile? No. Remember him? Oh, um, it was a Captain car- Hook. Yes, I yeah. cartoon character. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. That, that intrigued me when I was a young man because <laughs> yeah. he swallowed a clock. <laughs> this guy got played with my concept of time, and then he had this device in his stomach that warned people that he was coming. But nevertheless, it added to the uh, doom. <laughs> okay. A mob of Indonesians, armed with knives, hammers, and clubs slaughtered 292 crocodiles at a wildlife sanctuary after a man was killed by a crocodile Oh, there. my God. The crocs were slaughtered by villagers following the funeral of a 48-year-old man who was devoured by crocs after entering a crocodile breeding pond. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Well, can... Mother, yeah. can. And what on earth... How could you justify killing all of them? Yeah, especially if he's he's walking into their breeding pond. The breeding grounds, guy. We're breeding. (sighs) Right now, Mike, trillions of ghost particles are streaming through your body. Oh. Yeah, unnoticed and unhindered every second. They're just flying through there. Trillions of them. Trillions? Yeah. I didn't think I was capable of anything that was related to trillions, but tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. Astronomers traced a high-energy neutrino or ghost particle, to its cosmic source for the first time ever. Oh my they God. found out where it came from. Neutrinos are nearly massless subatomic particles that have no electric charge. That's why they're ghost particles. Most neutrinos come from the sun, but the Ice Cube Neutrino Observatory, I bet you didn't hear of that before. <laughs> never heard yeah, of At the South Pole, tracked one cosmic neutrino from a distant blazar. A huge elliptical galaxy with a fast-spinning, supermassive black hole at its center. Oh, my God. That is amazing. So the force is in me. I guess. That was the kicker. No, no, I don't know what that was. I guess you could say that. Although the uh, massless subatomic particle with no charge is within you. Yes. I don't know if that's the force. Maybe. Maybe it is. So uh, Trump Republicans imposed tariffs on steel and aluminum from the European Union. Yep. So the European Union and Japan signed off on the world's largest or biggest, depending on your preference, free trade agreement. Yes, they did. The trade deal will cover a quarter of the global economy. Meanwhile, the European Union ordered a multi-billion dollar euro fine against Google, Google, yes. For violating antitrust rules, yes. which they do all the time, all the time, saying Google unfairly used its dominant Android operating system to squelch competition. And the U.S. should do the same, but since we're gutless yeah. and supine to big business, yeah, yeah. Well, you're exactly right gutless. about that. Gutless. Yeah. It's the first time Trump and Jeff Bezos have ever been unhappy about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. 
Spain's Supreme Court withdrew its international arrest warrants against former Catalonian President Carles Puigdemont and five other exiled Catalan politicians facing charges of rebellion. They're free now. Okay. They've been excused. Last October, the Spanish government seized control of Catalonia after its leaders voted on an independence referendum. Yeah. We've compared them to California. In Haiti, Prime Minister Jack LaFontaine resigned during a wave of anti-austerity protests sparked by the government's plan to raise fuel prices at the behest of the International Monetary Fund. In southern Iraq, massive protests continued denouncing the lack of access to electricity, clean water, and jobs. And this is an oil-rich area here. Y yes. They got plenty of money. It just doesn't go to the people who live there. Right. Police right. fired live ammunition into the crowds. I can't wait till that happens here. Keep in your mind the idea that people are lacking access to clean water yeah. in a country that at one time was fairly industrial. Just keep that somewhere in your head because yeah. this is going to be an increasingly... Oh, yeah. That's why I'm reading this, and I see the future. Yeah. At least eight people were killed when yeah. police fired the ammunition into the crowds. Mm -hmm. Iraq's oil sector accounts for 99% of the country's exports. They're in a bad way, aren't wow. they? But it represents only 1% of their jobs. How and most it? of those jobs yeah. are held by foreigners. Oh, my God. Can you imagine <sighs> how upsetting that would be on a daily basis to yeah. watch people that aren't of your society, and you're desperately, desperately... Well, you're talking like a Trumpian right now. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't mean it that way. I just but mean, what would yeah, be upsetting to me is to see all the rich bastards there collecting all the money right. from selling the stuff that's under my ground right. to another country so they can come in and invade us every once in a while. Egypt's parliament approved a law that could give senior military commanders immunity from future prosecution over the deadly crackdown following the 2013 overthrow of President Mohamed Morsi, more than 1,000 protesters were killed when soldiers opened fire on a sit-in in Cairo protesting Morsi's ouster. That, they're this sitting is, down, yeah. and they're shooting them. They're shooting them. This is a, a whole story that's kind of way dropped off our radar in that the protesters who were arrested who weren't shot Many of them faced just mass incarceration, yeah. mass sentencing. Many of them were sentenced to death. And they had to live with that for several months while the parliament was dicking around. Yeah. In other words, you had a death sentence over your head. Yeah. And then they said, ah, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Just for being at a demonstration yeah. where somebody died. Israel tightened its blockade of the Gaza Strip, announcing a suspension of all fuel and gas deliveries. This comes after Israel and Hamas brokered a ceasefire after the Israeli military launched the heaviest bombing assault on Gaza since the 2014 war, killing two children, and Hamas fired a series of rockets toward Israel, wounding four Israelis. Then Israeli lawmakers approved a bill that defines Israel as the nation-state of the Jewish people, the new law declares Hebrew the country's only official language, diminishing the status of Arabic. It calls the building of Jewish-only settlements on occupied territory a national value. The yeah. bill passed on a 62-55 to 55 vote over the objections of Arab-Israeli lawmakers. Yeah. And then the Israeli Knesset approved controversial legislation that would ban groups from entering schools if they are critical of the Israeli military. Yeah. 
So we couldn't go to school there, Mike. Yeah. No, we could not, yeah. Nathan. This is really a kind of a radicalization of the Israeli government with the acquiescence of the United States. The United States would have said something about this before. Yeah. Instead, Trump is encouraging this to happen. And this is exacerbating an already terrible situation. Yeah, it's going to blow up over there. Yes, it is. News from bombing countries is brought to you by the military-industrial complex. Where killing is not just an idea, everyone's doing it. <laughs> uh, not you, Mahler. You better not do it. In Pakistan, 149 people were killed and nearly 200 more were wounded in a bombing at an election campaign rally in the province of Balakistan. The bombing targeted the Awami Party ahead of the July 25th national elections. ISIS claimed responsibility. Among those killed was a Balakistan Provincial Assembly candidate. Hours after the bombing, former Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif and his daughter were arrested at the Lahore restaurant. Restaurant? Lahore Airport. Hmm. They might have been going to a restaurant. Maybe after that, yeah. Getting together with Sarah Huckabee Sanders, probably. <laughs> Their arrest came after Sharif and his daughter were convicted in absentia last week in a corruption case that Sharif's supporters say was manufactured by the Pakistani military and his political opponents. Not the much, Trump administration. Uh, we know those guys. Yeah. They're seeking to hold direct talks with the Taliban to try to end the ongoing 17-year-old war in Afghanistan. But this comes as the Taliban carried out a string of deadly attacks against the U.S.-backed Afghan security forces. We shouldn't be there in the first place. That's right. It was a boneheaded move. After the Trump administration deployed 1,000 more U.S. troops, the CIA should have gone in there, taken out Osama bin Laden. End of story. It's a black hole there. Yes. Empires go to die in Afghanistan. They call it the graveyard yeah. of empires. Napoleon's empire And we've been collapsed. in there for 17 years. Yes. Oh, the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union collapsed. Last month, the Taliban and Afghan security forces organized a historic three-day ceasefire while grassroots peace activists participated in a 430-mile peace march. If this news saddens you, or overwhelms you, or infuriates you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI-FM to ease your spirits? Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9 on our Tumblr blog at KUCIradio.tumblr.com on Twitter at KUCIFM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9. Drone. Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Dana. The U.S. offered India armed Guardian drones. If the deal works, it would be the first time Washington has sold large armed drones to a country outside of NATO. Ah, yeah. okay. It would also be the first high-tech drone in the region, which will piss off Pakistan. Yes. Yeah. So they'll want their drone. Yeah. Where are they going to get it? China? 
China, Russia, yeah, Russia, Israel. China. Israel's building on drones. The White House released a statement in support of the Preventing Emerging Threats Act of 2018. That just rolls off the tongue. Yes. Could you say Pre- that again, Preventing please? Emergency Threat Acts. Okay. It's PETA or PETA. Okay. I guess they're trying to do something with that. Ah, I don't okay. Know. All right. Preventing Emergency Threats Act. Okay. The bill, also promoted by the Department of Homeland Security, would grant broad powers to law enforcement to take action against drones flying in the U.S. So our police force is what we're talking right, about. Right, right. There's not going to be a separate entity like a National Guard dealing with this. Yeah. And is overseen by Homeland Security. The statement is couched in terms of safety for legitimate drone users. That's how they make it sound pretty. Yes. Like Google delivery drones or Universal Studios, you know, using camera drones. But the meat of the act is about fear of drones. Okay. Drone terrorist attacks, drone espionage. <laughs> Drone drug trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. Mahler likes that one the best. <laughs> I got to tell you, Milo, I like that one too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as if you're going to break the law, I don't want to terrorize anybody. No, no, no. Yeah. I, espionage is okay. <laughs> you know, I guess. Yes. But drug trafficking, right. Okay. Yeah. If it's the right drug. Yeah. yeah. Oxycontin, no. Psychedelics? Well, I mean, yeah. 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 Not cocaine. No, not cocaine. Mixed cocaine. No, not Or cocaine. methamphetamine. No, That's no, no, good. no, no. And we don't need to smuggle marijuana anymore. No, we don't. Unless you uh, live in Kentucky or something <laughs> like that. And I think they even have it legalized there. Or Oklahoma close. Yeah. just passed a medical marijuana law. But enough of this. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting sidetracked <laughs> by drugs, as people do. As, as they often do. Huh? Where am I? The Preventing Emerging Threats Act of 2018 also deals with drones interfering with the safety of aircraft and firefighting operations. Oh, yes. That's, that's always a concern. That is, yeah. and it seems to be happening a lot. Yeah. And so, remember, <laughs> yes, Tony the Bear <laughs> says, I'm conflicted. I'd like to abolish the Department of Homeland Security, but I hate forest fires. Thank you, Droney. Yeah, thank you, Droney. Screw you. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know why he. Well, I mean, I understand why he's a little mood. mad, but he seems to always be kind of cranky. So yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Why are we just hibernating or something? Maybe so. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> this, this, this is the second moment. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Scottish mountaineer Rick Allen was attempting to climb to the summit of the 26,401 foot broad peak in the Himalayas when he fell from an ice cliff. And disappeared. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's sad. 36 hours later, 36 hours later, a cook at a base camp spotted something that looked like a backpack in the distance. Uh huh. Climbers nearby launched their drone to investigate. (laughs) Yeah, you know it, Mahler. Through the drone's camera, they saw Alan cling to the side of a mountain. A rescue team was deployed, guided by the drone, oh and God. Alan was returned to safety with only a few cuts and frostbite. Oh, oh <laughs> Mahler, yeah, Mahler, that is that. Oh, As president of the Mahler Drone Club, that must give yes, I'm yeah, you're very happy. Yeah, That's a yeah. great story. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Mahler. <laughs> <laughs> It's a heartwarming story. Yeah. I brought a little tear. A little, I teared up. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Here at home. Yes. 
at a joint news conference with Russian President Putin. Yeah, okay, yes. In Helsinki, Finland. Yes. Trump pissed on his own intelligence agency's assessment of Russian interference in the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. Dr. Einstein, as I like to call him, <laughs> said, People came to me. Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. I have President Putin. I don't know what he means by that. I, I had President Putin. I think that's really what he meant. Yeah. Was, I had. I had <laughs> President Putin. Or I hadn't had President Putin. I don't know. He just <laughs> said it's not Russia. And what he says, I believe. <laughs> I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be Russia. <laughs> emphasis on the wood. Uh, yeah. Emphasis <laughs> on the wood. Trump's bootlicking ticked off Democrats and Republicans. Both of them, uh -huh. both sides of the aisle there. Former CIA director John Brennan tweeted, it was nothing short of treasonous. Trump's own director of national intelligence, Dan Coats, said, Russian meddling in the 2016 election and Russia's ongoing pervasive efforts are attacks to undermine our country's democracy. Yes. Even Fox News called Trump's comments disgusting. Yeah. Everybody didn't like it, so Trump adjusted the storyline. That's what he did. I accept our intelligence community's conclusion that Russia's meddling in the 2016 election took place, he said, but then added, could be other people also. There's a lot of people out there. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? There's a lot of people out there. None of the There things... are three billion people out here. He is a non sequitur machine. It's patently obvious what he's doing. He is trying to obfuscate this just enough to be able to go back to his handlers and say, I didn't finger you guys, which is the Russians. The Russians have him on something. Yeah. The genius of all of this is they don't care one way or the other. They're mucking up everything. Whether or not we finally catch Trump in the act or prima facie evidence that he's been colluding with the Russians or not, they've already managed to completely undermine the very fabric of our democracy. They win either way. Putin's poodle then said he misspoke when he said he didn't see any reason that Russia would meddle in our elections. He meant to say wouldn't. And everybody knows this story by of now. Of course they do. Then Trump adjusted the script again, saying he held Putin personally responsible for interfering in U.S. elections. Then in another adjustment, when asked by a reporter if Russia was continuing to target the U.S., Trump said, no. But Press Secretary Sarah and Lydia Sanders made another adjustment saying Trump's no was actually him saying, no, I don't want to answer any more questions. Except that he said it twice, looking at the reporter who had just asked him the question. Yeah. She can go out and say that to the general public who were not in the room when that happened. But it was obvious he was talking to that reporter who asked him the question. No, it wasn't. <laughs> was it? It's his serial TV state of mind where everything is hanging. We don't know. Right. Tune stay, in tomorrow and find out yeah. if what he said today For was me. really what he means. Even after Helsinki, a CBS poll found 70% of Republicans approve of Trump's handling of Russia. 70%. Right. After going through all this. Now, I did hear something that did make some sense. There's about 20% of that group. Yeah. that actually are hardcore. They don't care what anyone says. Trump's always right. The rest of them are going, well, he cleaned it up. So this little attempt to say would, would not well, was good enough for that so 70%. 50% of Republicans are suckers. Yeah. Okay. At and, least. And the other 20% are complete idiots. Yes. Well, that's comforting. Yeah. 
Uh, 55% of all Americans oppose his handling of Russia. Meanwhile, Trump plans on inviting Putin to the U.S. in the fall. Yeah, he proffered an offer for him to come. And has raised more than $88 million for his re-election campaign over the last year and a half, giving him a head start on Dems in the 2020 race. So my advice to everyone... Vote. Democrats, Republicans, yeah. Vote, number one. Give to campaigns. Yes. I give $5 to campaigns when I can. Mm -hmm. It's not much, but you got it on PayPal now. It takes like two minutes. Yeah. And you can get emails from whoever you sent your right. money to, and they right. let you know what's going on in their campaign. It's kind of like going to the track, but the payoff's better. As Russia tested a range of new nuclear weapons and a high-powered laser, Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee blocked the move to subpoena the interpreter. The interpreter from the Helsinki Summit. Yeah, the Dems Summit wanted to, uh, yeah. By, uh, led by Adam Schiff, he made the proposal. But the Russians said, no, we don't want to know the what Russians, Trump said. The Republicans. The Rep- yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> the Rus-publicans. Yeah, the Rus-publicans. Blocked the move to subpoena the interpreter from the secret meeting yes. that Trump had it with Putin. The two-hour meeting where there was only Trump and Putin and the interpreters. Adam Schiff, the congressman from Glendale, said, let's find out what was actually said. Yeah. Because the speculation was the Russians may have been recording the conversation. Putin could have had a device on him. They didn't sweep him. They swept the room. Why can't we know what they were talking about? Why can't people in the government know? We should know what's said. End of story. Yeah. He works for us. Yes. And the government should know what was being said. Like you said, it has nothing to do with you knowing. It's just that other people in his administration know what he has promised to Putin because at this moment, the Russian government is said Trump made a lot of proposals while he was in that room. The Russians the next day started talking about how the U.S. had agreed on Syria with the U.S. military and the Russian military. The U.S. military didn't know what they're talking about. We still don't know why that meeting was held. There's been no plausible explanation as to why the two of them were even getting together. There's no explanation at all. It would be nice to know something about it. Yeah. Talk about cybersecurity. We're getting together. Okay, what are you going to talk about? We don't have to tell you. It's bizarre. Back at the Russian White House, the administration first said it wouldn't rule out a request by Putin to have the Russian government question former U.S. diplomatic personnel on U.S. soil, including former ambassador to Moscow Michael McFaul. So much for diplomatic immunity there. Putin's proposal would have allowed U.S. investigators to interview the 12 Russians named in Mueller's Russian probe indictment. In exchange, Russian investigators would interview Ambassador McFaul and 10 other Americans, including Bill Broder, a fierce opponent of Putin. In 2009, Broder's lawyer and accountant, the Russian whistleblower Sergei Magnitsky, died or was more likely murdered in his cell in Russia for uncovering a $230 million government corruption scheme that's been traced to Putin's cronies. That's right. Magnitsky's death became the basis of a U.S. sanctions law against Russia, the Magnitsky Act, that allows the U.S. government to freeze assets and ban visas of human rights violators around the world, like Putin. Putin probably got some of the $230 million and is terrified the Magnitsky Act could be applied to his offshore fortune, one of the largest in modern times. So they might have been talking about this. That's exactly right. The purported worth of Putin right now is in the $80, $85 billion range, right? He's billion dollar billion range. Billion dollar range. Yeah. He's one of the richest men in the world now. Yeah. The other part of this is that when 
the famous June 17th meeting at Trump Tower with the Russians, and they said they were talking about adoption. This is the code word for the Magnitsky Act because Russia imposed a ban on U.S. Adoptions. adoptions. U.S. adoptions of Russian. To get back. As, as a result of the Magnitsky yeah. Act. So when they say they're talking about adoptions, they're telling you that they're talking about the Magnitsky Act. Browder, <laughs> Magnitsky's client that Putin wants to interview, is the founder and CEO of Hermitage Capital Management and was the largest foreign investor in Russia until 2005. Since 2009, when Magnitsky was murdered, yeah. Browder has been leading a campaign to expose Russian corruptions and human rights abuses. Yeah. I don't think Putin wants to talk to him. I think Putin wants to slip something into his drink. Yeah. Michael McFowl, Putin wants to interview him too, was a U.S. ambassador under Obama when the Magnitsky Act was passed. Yes. Putin has tried unsuccessfully to repeal the act, but not only has the act not been repealed, it's spread to six other countries, including the U.K. and Canada. And there are eight other countries with Magnitsky Act on the deck, which is Sweden, France, Germany, the Netherlands, Denmark, Australia, South Africa, and Ukraine. Yeah. So, after all this, in a rebuke to Trump and Putin, yesterday the Senate approved a resolution to oppose sending U.S. officials to be interrogated by Russian officials. The 98 to nothing vote came after the White House announced another adjustment to its reality TV script. It now disagrees with Putin's proposal. <laughs> yeah. So, would, wouldn't, agree, disagree. <laughs> what should we do? What can we get away with? Russian national and Trump supporter Maria Bettina was accused of working as a spy infiltrating American political organizations, including the National Rifle Association. Prosecutors say Bettina was a covert agent for the Kremlin. They also allege Bettina was in touch with Russian intelligence operatives and once offered sex to Mahler. Wow. Whoa. What is Mahler? Just, just kidding about that. No. Wow. She once offered sex to some guy oh. in exchange for a position with an unnamed special interest group, yeah. Weekly Signals. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right, Mahler. Paul Erickson. Dark money. Yeah, dark money. The IRS and the Treasury Department announced they would no longer require 501c4 groups to supply the identity of donors who give more than $5,000 in a single year. Oh, my God. Yeah. In announcing the change, Treasury Secretary Steve Munchkin, that's how he says his name, right? <laughs> Mnuchin, Mnuchin. Said that the IRS simply does not need tax returns with donor names and addresses to do its job. They don't need that stuff. Yeah. Go ahead, give up a billion dollars. What do we care? What's the problem? <laughs> so now there's no way to determine if a 501c4 advocacy group that is spending money to influence federal elections like the NRA, like, is taking dark money from Russian agents. Right. This kind of regulation was tissue thin already as far as being yeah. able to track money. It was basically window dressing. Now they've just completely torn all of the fabric of what regulations we have. And money is already ruining our system. Yeah. Between the Russians and the dark money, our democracy is in real serious condition. <laughs> Poor Mahler. He feels bad. Yeah, well, You'll we still should. get your food, Molly. I know, worry. don't worry. The Interior Department proposed the most sweeping set of changes in decades to the Endangered Species Act. The proposed revisions make it easier for roads, pipelines, and other construction projects to gain approval. One change would eliminate long-standing language 
that prohibits considering economic factors when deciding whether or not a species should be protected. Mm -hmm. The agency also intends to make it more difficult to shield species that are considered threatened, which is the category one level below endangered, so they won't even have that no, anymore. No. You'll just suddenly be endangered. In San Diego, federal judge Dana Sabra ordered a one-week halt to the deportation of migrant families who have been reunited after being separated by immigration officials at the border. The ruling came after the ACLU raised concern about mass deportations, ACLU.org, if you're interested in finding out more. In Illinois, state officials are investigating the Chicago nonprofit Heartland Alliance over allegations that it abused and neglected many of the children it housed after being separated from their parents at the Mexico border. This comes ahead of the July 26 court-imposed deadline for the Trump Republican administration to unite all separated children with their parents. They can't find the parents of 71 of the children. Meanwhile, the Department of Health and Human Services has taken tens of millions of dollars of health money to pay for the consequences of the Republicans' border policy. $40 million in just two, yeah, two months. Former coal industry lobbyist Andrew Wheeler. Oh, God. Yeah. He's uh, taken over the EPA. Yeah, the new acting administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency approved a new rule that gets restrictions on the handling of coal ash, the toxic waste generated at hundreds of coal-fired power plants around the U.S., Senate committees right now are holding hearings on Trump's proposal to reorganize the federal government. He wants to merge the Labor Department and Education Department because this God is, knows there's is, nothing more to story. education. This is huge. Yeah. Not getting talked about at all. And privatizing the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. That's just crap. Yeah. This is People really... are going to discover how bad that and have an idea that is oh, real yeah. soon. Oh, yeah. And radically transforming the Interior Department. America's Federal Database of Medical Treatment Guidelines, a resource for doctors, hospitals, and patients for more than two decades, was shut down by the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality because of Republican cuts in federal funding. Republicans backed killing the site even after doctors warned them not to. Jesus. Trump's son-in-law. Your favorite. Oh, oh, you mean Damien. family yeah, yeah, yeah. member. Yeah, uh, And senior advisor. Yeah. Jared Kushner's. Families, real estate empire, mm -hmm. Kushner companies, yeah. they're crappy landlords. Yes, that's they the are. News. Yeah. That's 20, not news. Yeah, that's not news, but this yeah. is an, a new news yeah, item I about the yeah. crappy landlords that Kushner is part of. Further evidence. 20 current and former tenants of a Kushner company's own property in New York City filed a $10 million lawsuit claiming they were harassed into leaving their rent-regulated apartments so the Kushners could turn them into luxury condominiums. The tenants say the Kushners used loud and obnoxious drilling and a constant cloud of toxic smoke and dust to force them out. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah these are sweet people, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nation's top voting machine maker, Election Systems and Software, admitted it installed remote access software on election management systems it sold from 2000 to 2006, raising questions about the security and integrity of elections that were conducted with the software. Remember, that includes Bush Gore. Yes. And then 2006, 
60% of the elections, and these are state elections too, so we're talking yeah. about a lot of things that could have happened in 2006, 60% of the elections were tabulated on the election systems and software, software, that's the company's name, election systems and software, software, which allowed immediate remote access to voting data. Yeah. So you could just be driving by a polling place in your car. Yeah. Who knows who you are? Yeah. You could have been Bettina. <laughs> you yeah, could have yeah. been, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a federal court ruled that Transportation Security Administration agents, you know those guys? Yeah. Yeah. They check you at the airport and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they cannot be sued by passengers for abusing them during searches because the agents are not so much law enforcement as they are meat inspectors. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's, the California Supreme Court decided unanimously to remove from the November ballot a measure aimed at dividing California into three states, yeah, Northern California, Southern California, and California, California. The decision was a defeat for Tim Draper, a Silicon Valley venture capitalist who spent $1.2 million on the measure. That's pocket change oh, no, to this guy. Okay. The court wrote significant questions have been raised regarding the proposition's validity and concluded that the potential harm in permitting the measure to remain on the ballot outweighs the potential harm in delaying the proposition to a future election. It would have to be approved by Congress. This would be a very long process. Right. And I think all they're saying is, we need to think this thing out. We don't need some guy with $1.2 million who's buying signature gatherers to shove this on a ballot before we've had a good, solid debate about what we're going to do. It would divide the state into thirds. So you'd have two senators from these three different states now. And it would essentially give the Republicans four senators and the yeah. Democrats two senators. Yeah. So this yeah. is just nothing more than a power grab. They're trying to take California out of the equation. Yeah, you have Fontucky and Eurekaville, although the proposal did merge some parts that were right-wing yeah, up yeah, no, yeah, yeah. With, with Silicon Valley. Yeah. The there well, was kind of a concession there, but nevertheless. Nevertheless, yeah. it is what it is. It wouldn't give us more representation, no. not you or I. No. The Ferguson Fire, burning near Yosemite, which has charred over 21,000 acres and killed a firefighter working on the front lines, continues to grow. In its path are hillsides filled with trees that have been killed by five years of drought and bark beetle infestation. The ground is carpeted with bone-dry pine needles that are highly combustible. Yeah. This is not good at no, all. No, I know. This oh. isn't just this one occasion. We're running into fire season right now. August 100 is the... million tr diseased trees yeah. in the last decade. A hundred million. Can I just talk about our Stay Puff Marshmallow former president, Barack Obama, Barack who Obama. issued a thinly veiled critique of a strong oh, that's crap man. unless you're gonna do something barack just shut up shut up the rest of us do work yeah for god's sake i'm so sick and tired of this guy why in the hell is he standing on the sidelines when he knows what happened he has all the information and yet he all he can do is come up with this kind of well strong men not good thing yeah go to hell he was a good republican president he was yeah. he was a fine middle of the road republican president god bless him he was a good man but and a fine family man. And yeah, it's time to come unscrewed here, Mr. Conservative. Ireland is the first country in the world to divest itself from fossil fuel. Okay, yeah. We didn't talk about that last week. I just right. wanted to bring it up. Fantastic. Yeah. Good, good, good on you. Thank Ireland. you, Ireland. Yeah. And finally, a family of woodchucks ate the wiring of U.S. Speaker of the House Paul Ryan's car. It's just dead, <laughs> Ryan said. <laughs> 
subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.